Welcome back to the Talking Wolves Transfer Podcast, the show that looks at the finer details of all the Wolves news transfer rumours. I'm delighted to say I'm joined alongside the main man himself, Dave Azapardi. Dave, how are you keeping, mate? Very well, thank you, mate. Very well. Got my um, finally got my season ticket reward today. It's taken a while, but I'm now officially part of the pack, Matt, just before the second home game. So you... definitely take my scarf with me on Sunday. <laughs> you know how people say on Twitter, like I like YouTuber Packlock or, or Dave gets everything because he's an influencer. Well, I think this just goes to show that that's not the case because exactly. I got one of those boxes and, and you just got a, a measly letter, didn't you, to say? I got a letter to apologise. Eh? It's finally here now, a little card holder in my scarf. Happy days. Ready for ready for the winter. It's a nice when little we haven't touch, got any <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. It's, it's a nice little touch, but Yudar reckons we should have, the, the, the £15,000 they spent on the uh, the boxes should have been gone on a new striker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know... You know, you can't please everyone. <laughs> Mate, we've got loads to talk about today. There's been absolutely loads of rumours since since the last one. Some are incoming, some are outgoings. Um, but I can't wait to sink my teeth into it. But before we start, mate, our friends over at Football Prizes have a new prize live on their site. And this week's is a signed 2021 Wolves home shirt. Now, entry just costs £3.95. And for the whole of August, if you use talking code Talking Wolves, you'll get 10% off during this month. Competition ends at 7.30 on Wednesday. To head to footballprizes.co.uk or click the link in the description down below to find out more. And that's a Wolves 2021 signed home shirt. It's got the likes of Samedo, Jimenez, Neves on there. So, decent little prize there. Dave, we know we have on this on this podcast, we have a, a segment dedicated to strikers over 195 centimetres. <laughs> And I'm pl- I'm proud to announce that it looks like Wolves may be close to signing um, a striker over six foot five in the shape of Sasa Kladzic. Um, it was reported late last week that Wolves have a firm interest in the Stuttgart striker, um, but no bid had been made. Stuttgart valued a gigantic six foot seven striker at twenty five million euros, but it's understood a bid of twenty million euros could be enough to bring in Kladzic. Dave. What do you think of this one? Do you think it could be a go? Are you excited? Yeah, yeah. Well, due to his height, you know, I'm excited, Matt. But no, um, yeah, I, I think so. There's definitely, obviously, interest. There's definitely interest in there from Wolves and the director of um, Leverkusen. Not Leverkusen. Who's he Stuttgart. playing for? Stuttgart. Uh, the director of Stuttgart's pretty much, you know, said that there is there's interest in there from Wolves. Uh, got a decent record. I know there's been a couple of injuries recently. One last year, which you know restricted his game time a little bit, which um, just sort of you know restricted his game time and slowed him down a little bit. But his actual goal to game and the goal contribution to game ratio has been very impressive in Germany. And I think it's no secret that Wolves want to go with this taller, bigger striker approach. Um, so this one, yeah, it, it does make sense, really. It does, and. We know that Bruno hasn't publicly publicly come out and said this is um this is you know this is a kind of striker that we want, but the the amount of links that we've been linked with gigantic strikers, I don't think it's any coincidence that Wolves have put the feelers out and you know this is a type of profile they want. Um, it, it's understood if a deal could be thrashed out that that personal terms wouldn't be an issue and and the player is extremely keen to join. He's only got a year left on his contract, so. I think it kind of symbolises that the type of player that we get in, if they're trying to hold out for twenty-five million euros, because that's a lot. That's a lot of money. 
someone with a year left on their deal. Um, I spoke to recruitment analyst Dan Butler about this, Dave, who's uh, been on been on Talking Walls before, um, and and he said he's he, he's got a bit of everything. Um, you know, he's quick once he gets once he gets going. He's not afraid to run him behind. And I said, what kind of level would you put him at? And he said he could play for a top eight Premier League club easily. So it's an exciting signing, really, isn't it, Dave? If it happens, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, and I think it, it just gives us an approach and a that, you know something that we've not seen at the club for a long, long time. I think you've seen it clearly in the first few games of the season, even against Preston in the cup, where yeah, we know as a club we could get a lot of joy down the wide areas. We've got very talented wide players, but the reason, well, one of the reasons I don't think you know we're getting the right opportunities is because we haven't got the right height in the area. Um, you know, Raúl isn't small. Um, I would say he has got a bit of height and pre-injury Raul Jimenez was probably one of the best headers of the ball in the Premier League uh, as a forward option. Uh, but without him in the team, you know, you can't be whipping balls into Neto, Guedes, uh, Pedence, Morgan Gibbs-White when he was at the club. So I think this is going to offer something completely different and offer the wingers actually a different alternative to whip that ball in the area and know there's someone in around the, penal- the penalty spot that's going to, you know, give the defenders a, a tough time. Um so I'm intrigued by this. I think, you know, you're right. You know, a year left on his deal. The fact that they're holding out for still 20 million euros plus, you know, says something. But the longer this window goes on and the closer it gets to the deadline with them not agreeing a contract with him, the better chance Wolves have got to, you know, sort out a better deal because they won't want to be, go- be wanting to go into January knowing that Kalajic has only got six months left on his contract. So, um yeah, intrigued with this one. Um, I know it's been said that Wolves want to try and get it done as soon as they can, but it's going to be something that goes close to the deadline next week, I think. Yeah, the likes of Bayern Munich and Manchester United have, have both been linked with you. I'm not sure how strong those links are, but it's definitely one, one to keep an eye on. Wolves desperate to bring in another striker. I know that Raul Jimenez got on the score sheet um, this week against Preston in, in the Cup, but the club are, are desperate to bring in a, someone to, to challenge Jimenez for that. For that number nine spot. So I think with this one, it'll definitely be watch this space. Moving on now, Dave, to another rumour that uh, I think was um, was was released yesterday uh, by Football Ghana is that Wolves are set to open talks with representative Ajax for Ghanaian international Mohamed Kudus. Um, quite a tenacious midfielder said to be attracting interest from Everton. Uh, his, his Ajax career, even though he's only 22, has been plagued by injuries. He's still said to be highly thought of in Amsterdam. Is uh, is this a player you know a lot about, Dave? Uh, if I'm honest, not a huge amount. Um, it's a name that I'm obviously aware of, uh, but a lot of people seem to get excited about this one when it was when he was linked yesterday. I don't watch a huge amount of um, Dutch football, um, but I think he's a player that, uh, by the looks of things, and FIFA and Football Manager is probably pretty highly rated by the by the reaction of many people. But yeah, like you said, he's still only young. You know, he's been pretty. You know. In the Ghana setup for the last few years and got a good amount of appearances already for them. Uh, but he's yet to start a game for Ajax this season. He's come off the bench uh, for three matches already this year. Uh, but I think he's going to offer, you know, more of a number ten uh, from what I, what I can what I found out. Can play centrally as well, and I think this would offer a different option. I think this is what Wolves probably need a little bit more of. Um, whether you know they sign him and they're happy to let someone like Luke Kundal go out on loan, which obviously I know is probably in the works. Uh, but you bring Kudus in as a rotation or as a backup option, and then he still gives you an option if you're playing a 4 2 3 1 to play as a number 10. Because I think we've got Guedes, we've got Pedence that could play as a number 10, but out of our 
other midfielders, Neves, Matinho, Donk and Nunes. I don't think Nunes possibly, but I don't think any of those four are natural or, you know, number 10s. So I think having somebody who's got the option to come off the bench and able or able to play there is is something that the club should be open to. Yeah, I mean, he's quite he's quite small, isn't he? It looks like he's got a low centre of gravity, a bit similar to, to Pedence, but seems really explosive off the mark. So, you know, someone who who, who could be quite useful for us in transition. Um, but because it's, you know, it's come from football Ghana, it, it's similar when, you know, Paul, Paul Ananachu links come out of um, Nigeria. You've almost got to take them from a pinch of salt, haven't you, when they, when they come from, yeah. from, from native countries? When it's from native, yeah, when it's from native countries, yeah, you hit the nail on the head with the Onowachu one. Kudus has been heavily linked with Everton as well, and apparently they were in advanced talks last week. So when your agent is, you know, talking to papers or whatever and trying to tout a, another move, it's almost a speed either make other clubs aware of his availability or speed up the process of another transfer. So I'm not saying that Wolves aren't interested because they may well be interested, but when there's stories like this from I'm not going to say high, I, football Ghana has probably got some reliability, but not, I'm not going to say they're highly reputable. Um, yeah, I would I would probably wait for other outlets to jump on this before you get too excited. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I don't think it's one that's probably going to going to go through. But you know, it's interesting that we are being linked with these kind of players. It would be you know a, a reinforcement that we we could do with, uh, especially if if then Don is to leave, which we'll we'll come on to in a minute. Um, but another another link that emerged today, Dave, and completely left field, and one that I cannot see happening for the life of me, is that Wolves are reportedly monitoring Brighton defender Adam Webster, who's also a target for Chelsea. This was this was according to journalist Ben Jacobs. Uh, it's thought that Brighton value him at around forty million pound, and you know they're not in a position to sell. Um, Wolves have also bought in Nathan Collins this window. Where where has this link come from, Dave? As, as a journalist looked at, oh well, Cody's left Wolves, so they de- they must need a centre half. Do you think it just could be as simple as that? Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. You know, he's a he's a good footballer, Adam Webster, and you know player. you're not you, you're not going to be you're not going to be crap if you you link to a move to Chelsea. Um, so yeah, it's it's a strange one, really. I don't think Wolves are in a desperate need. You know, if Adam Webster were to leave Brighton, like you said, it would one take a pretty sizable fee, but two, we would only leave Brighton if he's insured first team football. If we were still playing the back three, I'd say yes, yeah, sounds you know a, a good option to bring in, but. The fact that we're playing a back two, Kilman and Collins, so far, in my opinion, have been fairly good. Um, I can't see there being much truth in this at all. I know there's probably talk of him being as a, as a replacement for Willie Bolly, who's very likely to leave the club. Bruno Lodge pretty much didn't rule it out on Tuesday night. Um, OK, fair enough. But Willie Bolly, you're probably only going to get three or four million for. Um, so he's, you're not going to sign Adam Webster for a similar amount of money. So I just can't. Yes, we might be monitoring monitoring him. And yes, we might see him as, you know, as a future signing. But this window, really, really can't see it. The only the only way I could see Webster coming in, and if I'm totally honest, it's a bit of a sideward step at the minute because Brighton, you know, look at the real team. Been really good under, so far. Yeah, yeah. Under, under Graham Potter play some some good stuff and actually converting that up the other end is if, for example, Kilman was to leave Wolves and go to Chelsea um, and they would bring him because he's quite similar in, in terms of his plays, really good at progressing the ball out from the back. Yeah. So that I think that's the only way because 
you know, a Kilman sale would probably raise similar funds, 30, 35 million pound. Yeah. You know, and it, it could also be that Webster's representatives are saying this to, to, to try and secure a more lucrative contract at Brighton. You never know. And it just, it just feels like a really strange link, doesn't it, Dave? It's, my personal opinion is that the journalist has looked at okay, well, who else needs a centre half? Cody's gone. That's a you yeah. know, it's been one of the big outgoings for, for the mainstream media. Yeah, We're linking with him, so I can't see it happening. No, and uh, sorry to jump the gun a little bit, Matt. I'll, I'll link it with the next player that mm. we were going to talk about, which was Victor Nelson as well. So that was according to Mail Sport this morning. Uh, Victor Nelson, who plays a Galatasaray Danish centre back. Um, to re- as a replacement for Willie Bolly. Now, the thing with the exact same thing with this, he's playing well at Galatasaray at the moment and he's rated at about £20 million. Are Wolves going to spend £20 million plus on a player who's not certain to start and two is a replacement for someone you're only getting a couple of million or a few million for? So for me, both of those stories don't make sense unless either... Adam Webster, I think, is much less likely either are sort of alone with an option or obligation to buy. Yeah, it's um, it's a real strange one. I, I thought that the Victor Nelson deal, which you which you've just mentioned there, which which came out uh, news broke to, today or yeah, this, this first thing this morning, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I woke up and saw that you'd already posted it out. But days on the ball, he just can't early. help himself. <laughs> <laughs> up, up early, fabricating transfer rumors. Yeah. Um, yeah, when, when when I first saw that and, you know, Galatasaray, you think, OK, maybe, you know, if Bolly does go, he's 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 someone who can come in um, for, for a similar fee because, you know, these Turkish clubs aren't known for selling selling their talent at a really top price. But yeah. to see that the fee this afternoon, which has been touted around about 20 to 20, 25 million euros, I just can't see Wall spending that on another defender, can you? No, no. Like we've already said, we've already mentioned Nathan Collins is a new signing. Kilburn's doing really well. Can't see either of those two moving on. Uh, the only person that's looking likely to move on is Mascara. Uh, not Mascara, sorry, Willie Bolly. Mascara and Totty still might go out on loan, don't know. But Willie Bolly, well, like we say, he's only got 12 months left on his contract. Very little game time over the past couple of years. So you're only going to get three or four million for him, I think. So... To have any either of these, unless it's a loan, which I think is unlikely, to have either of these as a direct replacement, I'd be I'd be surprised at. Well, I'm intrigued to see if Willie Bolly goes, which seems likely, what sort of player Wars would get in, whether it would be a loan, I don't know, you know, a loan from one of the big big clubs, you know, to for some of their younger dis- defenders to get closer to some first team action, or whether Wolves are maybe able to sign, you know, some young up and coming defender from grasshoppers or Portugal, like they tend to, tend to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think at the minute there's a, there's enough cover. I think you need at least two centre halves to cover Kilman and Collins, and and if it's led to believe that we may switch to a back five in particular uh, games, then you know you, you maybe need one more. But you mentioned there about Willie Bolly, mate. Forrest bid one million pound for the defender who's out of contract. I believe he's thirty two. If Wolves are to let him go, what sort of food would you want? Like, well, like I've mentioned, just I, I would be aiming. I think tops you're going to get five. I think if you can get four or five million for him, I think you've done well. But that that's I, I still he's a, he's a he's a player. I know he's been you know disappointed with injuries in recent years. I think we spoke about it on the podcast a little bit. He's been sort of really held back by long COVID, unfortunately. Um, 
But he's still a Premier League quality defender. Well, he was a Premier League quality defender a couple of years ago, and he's got the experience at this level. So I think that is worth a few million in itself, to be honest. So if we can get four or five million, I think you've done well. well yeah. We've got our money's worth out of him as well, for sure. Tell us, 10 million quid we spent? Yeah, more, more than enough. Yeah, I, I feel like this a week left of the transfer deadline, and we will be doing a live stream um, before the deadline on the Thursday. I feel like you're going to be ferociously tweeting the next seven days, mate. I feel like it's going <laughs> to really hot up. Is that, is that how you feel as well? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's business still to be done. You know, we've still got two or three rumours to talk about and Wolves have still got probably, in my opinion, at least two more players to bring in. And from right now, yes, Kalajdzic looks the most likely, but there's whispers right now. We spoke about it quickly of players such as Maxi Gomez, but it's very early days on that at the moment. And, and we've seen with all the other transfers, all have done it. Things can change within two or three days, like 24, 48 hours. Things can just move. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm sure there's going to be uh, lots of crazy players linked to and from Molyneux. Well, let's just touch on Maxi Gomez because there's there's no concrete links to Wolves as of yet. Um, but there's there's reports coming out of Valencia that Mendes is looking, they've appointed Mendes to try and shift Maxi Gomez. It's almost... Like for like, the, when the Geddes rumours broke, it was a non-name club uh, as as you know as agreed, and then within a few hours we, we found out it was Geddes. He's a player who played up top with him in a four-four-two last season. Valencia and struck a real partnership. Big, big centre forward, um, good at holding the ball up. Do you think it could be one that that, that Wolves are looking at? I know we've been linked with him previously. Yeah, we've been linked with him quite heavily before as well, and uh, yeah, Valencia. Obviously, going in a slightly different direction. I think by the stories that are very quickly read, they're looking at potentially trying to bring in Cavani, which would mean they'd have to move somebody on. So, th- again, this could be something that falls into Wolves' hands quite nicely because Valencia, I think, they're desperate to move him on, could be open to a loan with an option or obligation to buy, which would suit Wolves so well. Um, I think there is. it probably happens a lot more than we, than we realise in football where players come in and either recommend or, you know, are spoken about a player that they've played with before. So it wouldn't be surprising that Wolves have looked at the partnership that Guedes and Maxi Gomez would have had previously and thought, well, maybe we can try and translate this into the Premier League. So if there's an offer there for Wolves, they're going to do it. And I think if there's a, there's an offer there where Wolves or an opportunity where Wolves can bring Maxi Gomez in on loan with an option to buy rather than having to have a tug of war or a bidding war with Stuttgart, with Kalajdzic, then I think they're going to probably opt for Maxi Gomez. But obviously, we don't know too much more about that at the moment. But like we said, in the next 24 hours or so, it'll probably be a little bit clearer. Yeah, and he's not the, he's not the same mould as someone like Kalajdzic. He's, he's, he's a bit short. I think he's about six foot one. Um, big, stocky chap. Uh, two years left mm. on his deal. Uruguayan, 26 years of age. So It's probably mate. more similar more, more similar to Jimenez, I would say. Yeah. Probably not as um, better in the air, I'd say though. He's, yeah, he's a but beast probably maybe not as mobile in terms no. of driving the ball forward as Jimenez. But so it just depends. Maybe I hate to say it, more of a possibly William Jose type player. Oh boy. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but is that different enough to Jimenez? Which obviously Wolves, it's something Wolves are looking at. Yeah, he's um for for me he's, he's like a similar mould of like Solomon Rondon. Um, of yesteryear, not the Rondon that Everton have got more more than Newcastle. Um, so <laughs> I was desperate see. to bring Rondon in when we were linked to him. You know, absolutely. <sighs> I know, I know. He's an absolute car horse at Everton. Yeah. The fans hate him, don't they? But I think with that one, <laughs> uh, maybe watch this space. 
So moving on to outgoings now, Dave, and there's three players here. Some may come as a surprise, but the most surprising one for me was the news that broke today, and, and not because of the player, but more because of the club the club he's been linked with, and that's that PSG have reportedly identified Wolves as Leander Dendonka as a potential signing before the end of the transfer window. That's according to Mediafoot in France. Now, it's the same outlet that broke the news that Wolves were interested in Monaco centre-forward Wissam Ben Yedda. Um, PSG, I know, I know. So take it with a pinch of salt. Apparently, PSG is struggling to sign their main targets and still want a player who can play in a back three and midfield. Dave, can you see? Can you see this one happening? Then Donker seems to be um, cast aside a little bit at Wolves. I know that Bruno Large still rates him, but with the uh, with the signing of Nunch, it looks like his minutes could be even could be numbered even more so. Yeah, I've 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 not disliked his performances the, the the first couple of games of the season where he's played. I know he got a little bit of stick after the Spurs game. A lot of people thought he had a negative effect on the match. You know, missed a decent opportunity as well. But it's a weird one because PSG they I don't think you can ever predict their transfer business anyway. Because yes, they'll sign a couple of top top players, but there's always players. No disrespect to Den Dogger, always players like this that always end up joining them. Um, I think versatility is key. You know, Wolves, you know, they're playing a back. Uh, I'm not actually sure how they've been playing, but that, obviously the article suggests, you know, they are playing a back three under the, the new manager, uh, Galtier, I think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they just want a squad player to to offer that rotation. They can't get Bernardo Silva over the line. I know they were battling Barcelona a little bit for that. There are one or two other players that are trying to get in. And I think just for this season, really, they're after somebody that can offer that bit of versatility, a ball winner in the middle. Um, and and someone that could slot into the back three. I know people laugh at this, but I actually think he'd be, you know, with slightly better players around him. I, I I think he'd do all right in the French league, to be honest. I think he'd be, he'd be absolutely fine there. Um, he's in the last year of his contract as well, so Wolves have got to be cautious of that. Uh, so you know, his stock isn't going to be sky high right now. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know, if, if Dendonka, you know, he's not a guaranteed starter, especially since Nunes has come in. Uh, I think he'd be very open to a move away. I think he'll be, he won't believe his luck if he's moving away and joining PSG. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens with Dendonka because he's had a couple of decent sized clubs linked with him. And I think his versatility is key for that. Yeah. And he's out of contract at the end of the year, but the club do hold it and an option for an extra year. So okay. it could be that, you know, think of it as two years. But yeah, looking at PSG lining up this season, I've either gone with a 3 4 3 or a 3 4 1 2. So. Um, you know, his versatility could be key there. But I think, you know, he gets into some good positions for Wolves, but it's what he does once he's in those positions. But yeah, you're talking about a player who plays most international games for one of the best international teams in the world, but primarily as a, as a, as a screening midfielder, as a defensive midfielder. So it's not really any shock when he gets into those positions that he fluffs, he fluffs his chances. But with the size of PSG, you know that the capital that they've got at their disposal, Dave, Leander Dendonka, two years left on his deal. How many millions are you saying? Um, 20, maybe. Okay. I think that's yeah, fair. Uh, 20 to 25, I was thinking. 25 to 25. And I think that's a very good deal for Wolves to accept. Um, it's just annoying, Matt, because I think these deals are almost coming a bit too late for Wolves. Mm. Because I think it just makes you deal. It obviously means you've got to sign more players, and then clubs know you're desperate to sign players, so you're paying the premium then. Um, so who knows? We might be able to squeeze a little bit more out of PSG if they're desperate. 
But yeah, well, but then you risk upsetting the player if he knows these type of clubs are interested in him. I mean, so you, we'll you have could, to wait and see. Yeah, there, there could be swap deals involved here because I've got a lot of players. Daniel Pereira. Daniel Pereira. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. Exactly, who I was thinking <laughs> Daniel Pereira. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what who I was thinking. They they need to get players off the books. Um, I would have Virginia, said a Drissi Gay. Yeah, I would have said a Drissi Gay, but he's been a bit of a naughty boy in the past six, yeah. six or so months with yeah. some of his comments and yeah. stuff. So uh, but let's try and shy away from that one. But it looks like he's going to Everton anyway. But definitely one to, to watch. And like you said, Dave, it feels like it's all coming just a, just a little bit too late. Because if, if then Donker does go, you have to bring in a replacement, don't you? Yeah. Um... Well, we spoke about it earlier. Who was who we talking about? Uh, Kudus as well, Mohamed Kudus. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, someone like that, yeah, you could be a replacement. I think he's still fairly light in your holding midfield position. And I think he, that's possibly one of the reasons in regards to a centre back. I know people say we've got enough depth. Even if Willie Bolly goes on walls, don't sign a centre back. Someone like Den Donker is a worst case scenario, could probably slot into that back four anyway. Um, but yeah, we'd have we'll have to wait and see. I, I think this is unlikely, probably the most unlikely out of all the transfers we talk about today. But we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, more unlikely than Ben Yedder to Warsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Same level. <laughs> oh. I know that Bruno likes Hazard because he, he's he's a tall tall lad, and Bruno said a few, couple of times in these kind of profiles of players you need in the team for when defending set pieces. Um, mm -hmm. I know he's mentioned that when talking about substitutions, but moving on to a penultimate rumour, Dave, and it's one that broke, um, I believe, at the start of the week and by David Ornstein of The Athletic, who's pretty bang on for uh, for Arsenal news, that Wolves, um, that, that Arsenal are interested in signing Pedro Neto this summer. Um, I know that you've discussed it on other transfer videos since, but the, the, the freshest update is that Wolves have absolutely no intention of selling Pedro Neto this summer. And that's according to Ojogo in Portugal. Uh, the door is closed for his departure and expected to be available for Bruno Large's squad for the coming season. Good news for Wolves, even it is Wolves fans, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, it's a good stance to take. We're not, we're not in a position to sell, or at least we don't need to sell. Uh, we could pretty much demand what we want for him. Um, yeah, there's no point in us bending over for these for these top clubs. This is we, that's where Wolves want to be aiming to be. Um, so same with the Jota deal. I know people were disappointed with at least how we structured that deal, which you know in in hindsight I, I completely agree with. And it, it's it's a difficult window now. The last week of the window, you cannot be selling a key key player like that uh, unless you're getting mad amount of money for him. So I think Wolves valuation as it stands. He's probably fair at about £50 million. But I think we all know with a solid season under his belt, an injury-free season under his belt, this time next year, you could easily be adding £15, £20 million onto, this, onto that value. Yeah, and, and, and Wolves are in a in a really strong position, not to necessarily keep hold of the player, but to maximise the, 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 the revenue that they get from this sale. He's, he's still yeah. a young lad. He's got his deal runs until 2027. He is an Arsenal fan, but it's understood that he's still really happy is at Wolves. Is but, he an well, Arsenal well, fan? Because he, he grew up, he grew up watching. No, Arsenal, but I it? watched that. Bit. The the video people have got that from is the one when you got Moose talking the to Moose talks for and him. asked him who his favourite English team was, and he took ages to answer. And he goes, um, Arsenal. But like, if someone said, "Who's your favourite Spanish team?" and I say, oh, I, "I liked Barcelona," it don't mean I'm a Barcelona fan. M MSN um, News will be uh, yeah. tweeting Dave as a party releases. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. reveals yeah. reveals all. Real club. Yeah, yeah. Moving, so, moving I to think talking Barcelona. Yeah, he likes Barca, but I mean, likes Arsenal, sorry. But yeah, I like Porto. I like sporting. I mean, I'm a sporting fan, so... Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I know that Arsenal, anyway. Arsenal fans are, are lapping it up. They think that Wolves are going to accept a bit of twenty-five to thirty million pound, which is apparently he's going to join because he went on the Arsenal tour four years ago with his girlfriend as well. Strange yeah. bunch, aren't they? We've we've both had it this week where it's one of our tweets have been retweeted and like one of mine's got eighteen hundred likes. It's just about Neto being on the bench. As a fan base, they're like, it's ridiculous. It's sheer size of them. It's uh. It's quite overwhelming. It's quite overwhelming at times, but Wolves are in a strong position if they if if they are going to sell. But this late in the window with Arsenal not valuing Neto anywhere near what Wolves um, value him, Dave, it looks unlikely, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I said I said two days ago. I think the likelihood of it happening would be three out of ten. I'd probably say it's down to two out of ten now. There you go. Wonderful, and that's what we want to hear because. You know, he's he's a tremendous talent. He still needs to refine his game a bit more in line with what Bruno wants to do. But nonetheless, still a, still a really good footballer with a bright future. And we need to keep all these kind of players. Our final rumour, Dave, and, and in your case, we've said the best till last, um, is, is that Leeds United will reportedly target Wolves forward Huang Hee Chan if Dan James leaves Ellen Road to join Tottenham this summer. And that's according to Alan Nixon. Um, however, other clubs are aware of Wang's poss- possible availability. Um, it, it, uh, more news has broken today to suggest that these links are are solid, and and Wang looks like he, he would like to um, reunite with his former coach at Sol- Sol- Salzburg and at Leipzig, uh, Jesse Marsh. Dave, I know you're not Wang's biggest fan, but are you happy to let him go? Considering we need more players in. Um. I'm happy to let him go, especially for the fee that's been spoken about. Um, it's all we want. But I was I was spoke to someone a few months ago that thought Leeds had an interest in him anyway. I'm sure I mentioned it on one of the podcasts. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember specifically which one. Um, but it, yeah, it's come out now again. It's a it's a little bit late for me. But if you're making over ten million pounds profit because the the rumored fee. That Wolves one is about twenty five million pounds. You got to you got to take it regardless. Um, I think if you're keeping a Darmatriore as well, the wide areas it's it's not the end of the world. You could possibly do with one more there, but I think it's good enough to you know see you through till the January window. Um, but it'll be interesting. I, Jesse Marsh spoke about it today and said that they don't quite have the funds to be able to afford that at the moment. Which probably means you know they would need a sale to to facilitate facilitate it, but at the same time Jesse Marsh isn't exactly going to say yeah we're signing him or yeah we've got enough money for him. Yeah. So um, and the fact that other clubs are interested maybe you know it could could hot up till the end of the window. It'll be interesting to see what Wolves do on this on this front. Large has obviously backed him quite a lot, especially last season. He's been huge to the club. You know, market, you know, corporately and so on. Commercially, yeah. But as a footballer, no, nah, he's not for me, unfortunately. Oh, I don't, I don't mind him. I, I think he would have had a better season if he was to stay. Um, I think his injury, he, his injury killed him a little bit last year as well. Unfortunately, yeah. I remember the first few games when we were saying like between when he's between the width for the goal, he looks like scoring every single time, and he had the injury and he never quite looked the same player and. 
he's one of those players that fans definitely scapegoat, um, which I, I think I think is a little bit unfair. But you, you've seen you've seen when this this rumor broke, people were saying like absolutely get rid of him. So I think the general consensus is they would let him well, go. Yeah, but then the, I know there were some people joking with me, but obviously people saw the hoo ha with me on on social media when I posted the video of him missing the penalty. Which for what what it's worth, I actually thought he was okay against Preston. But I thought mm. the penalty was dreadful. And I posted that, and apparently I was posting him in a negative light. But these are the same people that would slag off Fabio Silva for the last two years or use Leander Dendonka as a scapegoat. But as soon as I say one bad thing about a player, people jump on it and go ballistic. So, you know, we've all, we're all football fans. We all support Wolves, but we all watch the game in different ways. I, I, I might rate Dendonka, you might not. I don't rate Huang and you might. It's just shall we read the game, innit? He finished. That wasn't a that wasn't a go at you, Matt, by the way. That was a go at some chiefs. I feel like we're in the right dressing down. No, no. Not you. <laughs> um, was I two years ago with Nuno? You did like him, I did. It's just football. Oh, it's how yeah, we watch the that game was extreme though, man. You thought I'd have said something really, really bad. But it's yeah. it's football fans are passionate, aren't they? For, for most football fans, it's it's um it's a matter of life or death. So people do think emotionally, but I, I agree, mate. I don't think you said anything bad. He just put Thank video you. up of the penalty. Um, but yeah, what's what's the fee that's been banded around for this, mate? Is it twenty million pound? Apparently, Wolves are looking for twenty five. Oh God! Okay. Yeah, I, I, but I think if you if you get in between, I think we signed him for fourteen. If you get anywhere between twenty, uh, you know, meeting halfway between sort of ninety to twenty one million, I think if you make a good, if you're making four or five million profit on him, I think you take it personally. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be adverse to him going if they, for example, were to bring in something like Dario Rosario, who we've been linked with for the whole window. Yeah, a player a that's going to come in and not necessarily yeah. expect to start, but still almost a little bit like the Chiquinho mold. Yeah, where he's happy like. to fight for his place. I agree. And, and I think Rosario could be that player yeah. if Juan goes. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think that'd be a really shrewd signing, but. It's going to be a really busy week, isn't it, Dave? I know, uh, like I said, we'll be doing a deadline day stream on Thursday, probably from around 7 or 8 o'clock. We'll have some special guests yeah. on there. Um, maybe but... do one of these but as a roundup video this time next week, possibly. We'll work, we'll yeah, see. yeah, and, and I know that once once we finalise all our signings, we'll be sitting down again with Dan Butler for, for him to take us through Wolves' recruitment, whether it will be a success and his thoughts and feelings. Um, but Dave, we've we've run through a lot there. Um, where can people find you should they wish to? Yeah, so it's uh, Dave as a party on Twitter. D A V E A W Z O P A R D I. Thank you, Matt. M Cooper writes on Twitter. Matt Cooper bites on YouTube. We are talking at Talking Walls across all your social media platforms. Um, but let us know, guys, what you think about these rumours. Can you see some of them happening? Are there any other players that we haven't mentioned who you'd like Wolves to sign? Let us know in the comments down below. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you're new. And until next time, take care and enjoy your bank holiday weekend.